Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Big stories and even bigger guests. This is the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. All right. Boom, blue on the sea. Top of the next hour will be... um, Speaking with Giovanna Gerby from Cape Town, South Africa, where there's tremendous fear, tremendous concern, because they're almost out of water, four million people. And um, as early as April the 21st, I think that's the day that's being predicted when the water will run out. And what does that mean? What are the uh, what are the concerns? What are the issues? What are the questions? Giovanna Gerby is a longtime reporter in Cape Town. She's a resident there, and she will join us. By the way, on the issue of, uh, of hate crime stats, can police reported 1,409 hate crimes in Canada in 2016, 47 more than in 2015. The 3% increase in hate crimes was a result of more incidents targeting South Asians and Arabs or West Asians, the Jewish population, and people based on their sexual orientation in contrast, hate crimes against Muslims and Catholics has, uh, declined in 2016. goes on to say that hate crimes against the Jewish population grew from 178 to 221 incidents. That's from Statistics Canada. Joining me now is Major Mark Campbell from the Princess Patricia Canadian Light Infantry. Major Campbell was in Afghanistan and in Afghanistan an IED um, tore away both of his legs. Major Campbell has been part of the um, Equitas lawsuit that was in court in British Columbia, and uh, the complaint was, the charge was, that the federal government uh, does not live up to the social contract, I'm just saying this loosely, uh, did not live up to the social contract that they're sworn to have, or supposed to have, with members of the military. So Robert Borden made that commitment in 1917, prior to the Battle of Vimy Ridge. Uh, British Columbia court... Uh, said recently that the case would be dismissed on merit issues, but the Equitas group is going to, uh, they're going to indicate whether they're going to appeal. Major Campbell, have I got that basically right? Yeah, sure. Uh, afternoon or good morning, Hi. Roy. Uh, things, are, things are good, I hope, for you. Um, yeah. Yeah, you've, 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 you've pretty much encapsulated uh, what's going on in a nutshell. Okay, so let me play for you now because we're always fighting the clock, but I want you to hear this. Sure. Um, Prime Minister Trudeau was speaking to Bill Kelly, a talk show host on 900 CHML in Hamilton, prior to the Prime Minister's appearance at McMaster University that afternoon. And Bill Kelly asked him about the relationship between the government and the military. And here is what the Prime Minister said after Bill's question. Hear it all. 
Prime Minister, another hot-button issue that we've had a great discussion about here on our program over the last number of months is uh, is uh, proper treatment of uh, wounded veterans. And I know you made that a key point of your election platform a couple of years ago, and uh, and promises were made then. And uh, you promised that, that, unlike the previous government, that you would be fair and, and compassionate with our wounded and disabled veterans. Uh, yet the government continued the court case out in British Columbia that basically argued that the government had no moral responsibility to, to those Canadian heroes. Why did you do that? Well, I think uh, we, we need to we need to understand we have to get it right for our veterans. We have to make sure that we are fulfilling our sacred obligations. And whereas governments of the past uh, tended to just write a check uh, to a, an injured or wounded veteran and say, okay, uh, there you go, um, try and make do, uh, we're washing our hands of you, uh, it's much more important to provide services. That's why we reopened the uh, nine veteran services offices, why we're providing more support for families, for caregivers, why we're creating more programs for, uh, for rehabilitation and for uh, reintegration and for workplace training. These kinds of things also go along uh, with, uh, with the investments we have to make in, in veterans in their future. That's why we're uh, returning uh, to uh, lifetime benefits for, uh, for our most injured veterans. These are things that, uh, that Canadians know matter. And unfortunately, uh, you know, we're not going to be able to please everyone. And some people are going to want uh, more uh, than, uh, than the fiscal frame is uh, able to bear. But uh, we know that doing right by uh, our veterans, particularly after they've been uh, not done right by, uh, you know, for many years, uh, is, uh, is, is a priority. And I, I'm, I'm very pleased with how uh, people are responding to our, 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 our moving forward on this. What was that? Um, more than the fiscal frame can bear, said the Prime yeah, Minister. Yeah, I caught that one as well. Isn't that interesting, Roy? Um, what do you I'm say not to sure that? what the fiscal frame he's referring to is. I mean, if he's talking about the national, you know, national gross domestic product and 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 what the what the country has in 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 terms of, um, in in terms of financial capacity, I I I think he's being disingenuous. Um, to be honest with you, I I don't I don't think he's being honest. I mean, what what more important um, what more important uh, thing is there for for a government to look after than than uh, the the veterans that have been injured in the yeah. service of their country? Yeah. And I just I have a hard time wrapping my head around someone who says we don't have enough money in the kitty to pay for for disabled veterans, but we have enough money to, for instance, uh, engage in a war. And and Mr. Trudeau also, I mean, he said at the end essentially that Canadians are happy with the decisions he's taken and the approach the government has taken toward veterans. Is that what you hear from the veterans community? Is that what, how much you feel? Uh, that's, that, that's certainly not, not how it resonates within the veterans community. I mean, I think we all, um, I think we're all disappointed um, to, to a large extent with, with what the government has done uh, recently with uh, its so-called return to lifetime pensions. I mean, what, what, well, what I think what Canadians want is a prime minister who actually believes what he says, first and foremost, and then acts upon what he says with a sense of urgency. And, and, and we're just not seeing that within the veterans community and within the, 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 the sphere of veterans issues. I mean, um, the, the, the financial compensation package hasn't substantially uh, increased as a result of the most recent um, uh, discussions. In fact, 88% of veterans are, are left out in the cold with absolutely or effectively no change to their, their financial situation. So, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's great to talk about wellness and reintegration and warm, fuzzy terms like that. But unless the family has the financial uh, security, long-term, lifetime financial security, that's going to see them through, 
then you can't have any of those other warm and fuzzy things. They just they, they, It's impossible for them to take place. It's impossible for wellness to occur. It's impossible yeah. for reintegration to occur unless the, the disabled veteran's family has the financial security they need moving forward uh, for the remainder of their lives. And quite frankly, um, lacking that, it, 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 it makes it impossible for anything else to occur. Major Campbell, I couldn't agree with you more. We've talked many times. I played that clip for you earlier in uh, about a week ago. I yeah. wanted you to hear it again. In about five to ten seconds, can you tell me whether or not, when will we know whether the Equitas ruling is going to be appealed? Uh, I would think you'll hear something by the end of January. Okay. We'll talk then. Major Campbell, thank you. All the very best, and thank you for what you have done and continue to do for Canada. Well, thank you very much, Roy. You have yourself a great day. Take care. Major Mark Campbell, PPCLI, Canadian Hero. Welcome right back.